Hello, everybody, and welcome. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fun 15. I'm your host, as always. My name is Adam. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I. Oh, where to begin? Uh, I heard that I was, I was at work today and I was listening to something and I heard the most unbelievable news. My man, Jussie Smollett, (laughs) put out a new song. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's so good. I have not listened to the song. I will be doing that later on in the podcast. But it just got me thinking, you know, delusional people are my favorite. Oh my gosh, delusional people are my favorite. You know, we, uh, something popped up yesterday and somebody compared a small local fire to the war in Ukraine. You know, I I want to see things from their perspective, but do you do you know how those things are similar? It's in the fact that they're completely different. Um, <laughs> that's like the difference between looking at a cow and riding a bull. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> one's pretty uh, pedestrian, hands off. One is you're in the thick of it. So. You know, I'm trying to see where they're coming from, but also you're wrong. Uh, (laughs) Oh, but I love it. I love delusion. It's so funny. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. I cannot believe some of the things people say, but those people are my favorite. So... But also part of it, part of my favorite thing about delusional people is they just, they want to have something special going on. They want, they, they almost want something to be happening to them some of the time. And that, that desire to be different, to have something happening, uh, pushes their insanity further than what it already would be. Like, um, you know, this... This person wants to relate to the war so bad. They're comparing anything. They're comparing a small local fire that they probably didn't even see in person to being in the war. (laughs) I just think about that for a second. Ah, I love delusional people. But anyways, I tried not to get too much into it there because I wanted to do... I wanted to do today's show about delusional people and have the people decide at the end, you know, decide for yourself who you think deserves most to be put into social jail. Okay, so, you know, I've been, I don't keep up with most things. I don't keep up with current shows. I don't keep up with the news. I don't keep up with anything. But um, the other day I was thinking about who deserves more to be in social jail, okay? 
So I have two candidates, and I just want to run through them. So the two candidates for today, uh, we have Jussie Smollett. Round of applause. Woo! And we we have... Uh, 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 I forget her name. The lady from the uh, Netflix show Bad Vegan. Her name's like Samora or something. So a round of applause for her. Bravo, bravo. Okay. So, I mean, I'm really excited to listen to this Jussie song. So um, I'm going to plead my case for both people, and you'll see how you feel at the end. Okay. So to start off, my boy Jussie. Everybody knows about Jussie, but let me just run it back real quick. Let me remind you of how we got here. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my gosh. And I didn't even follow this story that closely, but even just on the fringe, this is incredible. So this guy, he's negotiating his cr- contract. He wants a raise. He wants he wants you know some more some more shine on him and in his mind, however this may be, uh, it seems like he's, he wants to get his name in the news to gain notoriety and therefore get paid more money. So this man <laughs> staged a hate crime in Chicago in the winter at 3 a.m., okay? Already, like, a little obscure, but, you know, you could see how it could happen. Okay, so then you're like, oh my gosh, this guy got attacked. And, you know, people at the time were like, oh my gosh, like, uh, justice for Jussie, right? Uh, (laughs) So then you start hearing some details about the story, right? And you're like, you know, you hear he was, he, he, you know, got attacked outside of a subway, you know, where they're they're serving sandwiches. Um, So now... Immediately, you start to question Jussie's, you know, Jussie's morals, Jussie's intentions, right? Because no, no regular person is going out for a Subway sandwich at 3 a.m., you know, unless you're a real uh, connoisseur of the the submarine sandwich, you know? Um, And this man did not appear to be that. So uh, it makes you question, you know, what this man's extracurriculars are. So then you hear another detail and you're like, okay, this, these, these people attacked him and they put a noose around his neck and poured bleach on him. And you're like, oh my gosh, like that's terrible. But, um, you know, these people are pretty premeditated. So, it, you know, it makes you wonder, it makes you wonder how how these people would have known to be outside the Subway sandwich shop with, uh, with bleach and a noose at 3 a.m. in the winter in Chicago. And <laughs> so then you hear the detail that they, um, it was these two, um, these two, you know, white MAGA people who who were yelling, uh, who recognized him from his show and were yelling derogatory things at him and, you know, put the noose on him, dumped the bleach on him and ran off into the night, right? So so then you got to think about that detail, right? So you're like, all right, these these seem like some bad people, you know, but they're, um, you know, they they keep, although they are, um, 
you know, although they've been portrayed as being pretty racist, they keep uh, they keep tabs on black television, you know. So <laughs> these aren't just your average racists, you know. These are these are the next generation, you know. These are next level <laughs> racists, right? <laughs> Uh, and you, you know, you gotta wonder what they hope to gain out of the situation because, you know, you're not gonna accomplish much by just, you know, getting someone by the neck for a hot second, dumping some bleach on them, running off, you know, that's kind of like a ding-dong ditch of hate crimes, you know, it's kind of like, um, <laughs> it's kind of like TPing your, uh, not T-Pain, uh, baby girl, <laughs> TPing your classmate's house, you know, it's just kind of like a, a hit and run kind of hate crime. So, <laughs> oh, so then you hear that the cop showed up, Jesse still had the noose around his neck. <laughs> and you're like, hold on. If you feel like you were being choked out, if you felt you just had this awful act perpetrated against you. You're telling me you would keep <laughs> you would stay in that like it's a Halloween party. You would stay in the noose like it's part of your costume. Uh until the police arrive? What do you <laughs> Can you imagine being the first cop on the scene? Like, yep, I'm uh pulling up now and I'm going up to his apartment. Oh, I see him. I see him right here, and uh, it, it he uh, appears to be eating his his sandwich with a noose around his neck. Um, I'm not really sure if I'll need that backup I requested. Uh, let me let me just let me see what's going on here. And uh, <laughs> can you imagine a hate crime? I hope he saw the sandwich intact. That just makes it so much better if he had the sandwich intact. But anyway, so Jesse has these things happen. It comes out. He paid these trainers to do it um, who are from Nigeria. And these guys, um, you know, they basically just told on him, showed the text. They have, you know, they have, I believe, footage or the receipts of Jesse buying, buying the rope, buying the gasoline. But this guy... The best thing about this guy is he's so delusional, he he's not giving up, right? He is in it for the long haul. He's in it for life. This guy is down, right? So <laughs> so he um <clears throat> you know, he he waits till his day in court. In the meantime, he calls himself the gay Tupac. Nobody knows what that means, but I'd stand behind it because that's my guy, right? So uh he goes to court, he maintains his innocence. Uh, he gets found guilty, but you know what? My man, my man is not living in reality, right? So he he says, on his way out, he says, I am not suicidal. I don't want to kill myself. <laughs> like he's about to get, get taken out in jail. Like he knows national secrets. Like... <laughs> This man has gone so far into his career. He thinks he's living in a movie. He thinks that he is like Jason Bourne or something, right? This guy thinks he's an he's an international like spy or something. He thinks he's in it. Even though he 
there's literally nothing that's happened. Everything that's happened up to this point has come out of his imagination, right? So, and he knows that. So he knows that nobody's going to try and take him out because he's the only one who's been a part of this the entire time. He's on both sides. It's like there's a volleyball net and he's playing and he's just hitting it back and forth to himself. He's just running under the net. But he, <laughs> the way he's perpetrating it is it's him against everybody, right? And that's what I love about this guy. So now I hear that he made a song and put it out on his Instagram, which I'm about to listen to for the first time right now. So um, I got to check this out. Uh, I'll probably cut the audio out, but uh, I will, you know, I'll leave my reactions to it in it. So here we go. I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> he starts off by saying... They're not focused on solving the crime. Jesse, they solve the crime. They have you. <laughs> they, they have the text. They have the footage. They have the receipts. They have everything. <laughs> they have everything on you. <laughs> and he comes out immediately and says, they're not focused on solving the crime. Jesse, they solve the crime. The problem is you were the victim and the criminal. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. He said, maybe we maybe we stick together. Maybe we read more. Jesse, the more we read, the more we we learn how how foolish this whole charade has been on your behalf. I mean, reading's not going to solve what you've done here, buddy. I mean, this is unbelievable. Don't bring reading into this. Don't tear reading down with you, buddy. I love this guy. Let's see what else he has to say. I'm sorry, Jussie. You said you take your ego out, and some people are just searching for fame. Some people are searching for clout. Jussie, that's what you did. <laughs> it's almost like he's writing this to himself. Unbelievable. At this point, this man is just taunting us, but I'm here for it. Let's, let's hear what else he has to say. This warrior for justice, Jussie. That's probably why his name's Jussie, because he's out here fighting for justice. All right, they don't want to solve this case. Jesse's going to get to the bottom of it. Uh... <laughs> he, said, he said, you think I'm stupid enough to kill my reputation? Yes, yes, you are. We just watched it happen for years. <laughs> The lack of self-awareness is unbelievable. This is why this is my guy. Oh, Delusion Hall of Fame. I mean, he's first ballot. He's first ballot Delusional Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh, let's see what else. This man said, <laughs> I overstand why you felt betrayed. <laughs> what does that mean, Jesse? What does that mean? I overstand why you felt betrayed. 
<laughs> that's the gay Tupac right there. <laughs> that's my boy. Sorry. <laughs> oh, he just said thunder's mad loud. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything, Jesse? Oh, thunder's mad loud. <laughs> this is my hero. You would not believe how this ends. If you want to listen to the whole thing, go to Jesse Smollett's Instagram. But oh my goodness, he ends it. He ends this terrible, terrible, terrible song with a choir coming in and they're singing, Thank you, God. First of all, you think you've been wrong. So why are you saying, Thank you, God? Second of all, he ends. <laughs> Second of all, don't bring God into this. Um, but lastly, he ends it and it says, every cent of this song will be donated to these charities. Jesse, you're not making a penny off from this song. This is one of the worst, most useless songs I have ever heard. But it, it's. Gr I'm glad you made it. I will say that. I am so glad you made it. I'm so glad you let us, you put it out for us to listen to. Um, nobody's buying it, uh, but, <laughs> you know, thank you, God, that it's out. So, uh, shout out to my man, Jesse. Oh, what a beautiful piece of art. Uh, yeah, good old Jesse. That guy's my hero. So if you're keeping track at home, this man faked a hate crime, then, you know, all the all the evidence went against him. He doubled down in court. He said, I don't want to kill myself. He said, I'm the gay Tupac. He he made a song proclaiming his innocence. I mean, that's my guy. <laughs> that's my guy. <laughs> oh, like I said, delusional Hall of Fame first ballot. No question. I cannot wait to see what this guy does next. I mean, if he's putting out music for charity, I mean, the sky's the limit. Literally, the sky's the limit. This guy's the best. Um, Let me check time. Oh, man. Oh, man, oh, man. Looks like I've done 22 minutes on Jussie, so maybe I will... Uh, I will save bad vegan for the next one, but um, I do want to close out before I forget. If you have not watched it yet, an, a delusional uh, Hall of Fame honorary mention, if you haven't watched it yet, please watch The Ultimatum on Netflix. It is so, so insane. It is, one, it is the most insane reality dating show I've ever watched. But in particular, there's this guy, Kobe, right? He, he is such a scumbag, right? But he, he does it in a way that's so self-important, it's incredible to watch. So at one point, you know, he, you know, the part of, part of the show is they live three weeks with somebody else's partner they came with, and then they live three weeks with their partner. 
So while he's living with his, you know, the partner he came with, so the second three weeks, he also, spoiler, 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 spoiler. So this guy, <laughs> he is supposed to be trying to pretend he's in a marriage with this other girl, right, for the first three weeks. They're not really feeling each other like that. They didn't really pick each other. They just kind of ended up with each other. So, uh, you know, but he, you know, as he's explaining to his girl in this, you know, the second three weeks, he's saying, well, we needed to be sure of each other. So, you know, that we wanted to get married and I wanted to fully immerse myself in the experience. So what this guy did is he he went out to clubs and he was making out. He ended up making out with this girl. He ended up FaceTiming her a lot, you know, texting her, yada, 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 right? And so so basically, he's kind of like out of the experience, and he's cheating on his girlfriend, the woman he hopes to, you know, become married to eventually. And <laughs> this guy says... I don't know why you're mad. I was just doing what you wanted. And she's like, you wanted me to do that? Or I wanted you to do that? And he said, well, yeah, that's the whole reason we're here, to make sure we want to get married. So I just wanted to fully live out the experience. So I I just wanted to be sure that I wanted to marry you. And she's like, so you did this for me? And he's like, yeah. So they end up having all these fights, yada, yada, yada. And he comes to the point where uh, he leaves all night, comes home drunk in the morning, and, uh, you know, <laughs> they're talking, and he's like, I, you know, eventually he gets to the point, he's like, I'm sorry, I screwed up so much, uh, but I did this for you. And they keep talking, and he basically, <laughs> he eventually says that he met, <laughs> she, well, let me just say this. She says, so to clarify, you messed up, but it's my fault. And she go, he goes, yes. Mm. <laughs> this guy admits that he messed up cheating on his girlfriend. But he's so, he can do no wrong. In his mind, he's so delusional. He cannot possibly mess up. So the only reason that he messed up is because his girlfriend made him do it. Uh, even though she had no knowledge of it. So <laughs> this guy <laughs> has been running. I'm not finished with the show yet, but he has been running with the argument that he cheated on her and he screwed up, but it's her fault. <laughs> and he will not budge. And for that, uh, he's done several things. But for that, he gets honorable mention. I had to shout him out. Shout out, Kobe. You are out of your mind. And if you haven't yet, watch The Ultima Ultimatum on Netflix. If you are an adult, I think it is a, an adult show. So, um, you know, if you're an adult, watch it. If you're a child, wait till you're an adult. Um, yeah, so that's, that's all I got for today. I cannot wait to talk about Bad Vegan. This was my first podcast in a while by myself. Um I, it felt a little uncomfortable at first, but I think I sank into it. I'm, you know, ready to get back into doing some solo stuff, just talking about what I want to talk about. Of course, having the guests, love the guests, love Madison, love Lydia. Uh, great guests. We have a great time. 
but I uh, I enjoy doing these solo episodes and just talking what I want to talk about and um, you know just trying to spread some some more nonsense into the world, trying to talk about some things that don't matter, uh, try and see the humor in some of these things that are going on out here. So as always, thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I can't wait to. I guess I should say, okay, so I did the Jussie. I made my case for Jussie to be in the delusional or to be in social jail right now. Um, next time I will plead my case for a uh, bad vegan. And then, you know, I'll let you guys decide in your own minds uh, who you would rather see in social jail, uh, Jussie Smollett or bad vegan. So uh, once again, Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. I'll talk to you next time. Peace.